Jesus Christ. We'll take more of your phone calls. No, we won't. Hey, it's Adam Sank. And if you like my radio show, you'll love my comedy album, Adam Sank, live from the Stonewall Inn. <gasps> oh my goodness! What? Fellatio? Really? Available on Amazon, iTunes, and Google Play. Get ready for comedy. Elmo's horny! Politics. The gay spin on the story was like, Queen Elizabeth fucking loves us. Pop culture. I'm not a sports fan. I don't follow this shit. Sexual harassment of celebrity guests. And you are always welcome in my apartment in New York City. And by my apartment, I mean my bed. <laughs> and poetry. Hotter than Vesuvius. More well endowed than the Mastodon. It's the Adam Sank Show on Derek and Romaine 2.0. And for the next hour, you're in the ass. And now, the one, the only, Adam Sank! Bottom. Yes, it's me. Hello. It's Adam Sank. Welcome to the ass. Today is Sunday, September 24th, 2017. If you're listening at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, then you are listening live. Ladies and gentlemen, through the miracle of technology and Katie and JB and whatever streaming service Derek and Romaine use, you're hearing us live. You can call in and prove that fact uh, by dialing 844-TALK-DNR. Could we get some fucking callers today, is all I'm saying, besides Charles. I love Charles from Cornhole. He's a doll. Uh, but let's get some other callers. I know you guys are listening because you messaged me. Someone actually messaged me during the week and said, I love your show, but I would never call in because I'm not a good phone caller. Well, you know what? You're better than silence. You're better than no one. So give us a call. Uh, let us know how you're doing. Um, we have a fabulous show coming up today. My Two of my all-time favorite comedians, Joanne Filan and Irene Bremis, are going to be here in the studio. Our first uh, 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 cisgender women, besides uh, Katie, uh, to be in the studio uh, uh, on the show as our live guests. And also, our special guest host today, Mr. Joey DeGrandis. Give it up for Joey, studio audience. Hello. Where's the studio audience? <laughs> oh, there they are. We have thousands of people here to welcome you, Joey. Joey, uh, regular listeners to the ass will recall that you were a guest on one of our early shows. Yes. Because you have a rare condition known as herpes <laughs> no not herpes it does start with h though. tell remind us what it is it's highly superior autobiographical memory h sam for short yeah, joey has h sam but not herpes not herpes and uh and, and give us a little demo joey what do you remember about the day that you were a guest on the ass well we and you can verify this i guess it was july 9th I believe that we were here in studio. Okay. I, I remember a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> what went down that day? I don't even remember. We had, um, I want to protect his identity. I'm Facebook friends with him now. We Jay. Had Jay. Mm -hmm. And we had. Our, our trans uh, prostitute friend. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And um, we had all of you lovely people here. It was a hot day. I mean, I. I As it is today. Yes, it is, a, it is a toasty day in New York today. Very muggy. Um but that was, uh, I mean, it was a fun day. Little little snippets are coming. Yeah, so far I remember everything you remember. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's go to something a little bit more specific. Well, would you have known that it was Sunday, July 9th? That's, no. Okay, that's the... No, you definitely have the date that's thing. That's the crux of All it, right, yeah. What can you remember, Joey, about your 15th birthday? Oh, boy. Well, I was, um, I was in Ohio, in Solon. I, I, you know, I went to one of those Benihana restaurants okay. where they cook the food in front of you, um, and I was with my friends Pat and Mike and Jamie and Lindsay and my mom and dad. What and was the date? It was Tuesday, September 7th. What day of the week? 99. It was Tuesday. What did, what did you eat? Like fried rice and chicken and, and teriyaki um, shrimp and, you know, a lot, of, uh, a lot of stuff that they served. And you the, know that you're remembering your 15th and not your 14th or your 16th. Yes. Yes. I remember... I remember hearing the song Unpretty by TLC on the radio ah. that day. So that's when I hear that song, I think about my birthday. Uh, yeah, because I was thinking, I was going to ask you this on the way in. I was thinking how I was going to test you, and I was seeing if I could remember a specific birthday from my teenage years. Mm -hmm. And the only one I can really remember is my 17th because 
we videotaped it and I've watched the video a number of times. Mm-hmm. So I remember it from the video. I don't remember it from life. But okay. you remember it as if it were a video. More or less. Bits and pieces, but it yeah, it's just weird how it works. I'm I'm basically a freak. You're a freak. <laughs> freak well, of nature. It's a thrill to have you here, Joey. Thank Welcome you. Thank you. to the ass. Always good to be here. And uh and we'll be uh looking forward to, to having you as well as Joanne and Irene here. But we have some important news we have to talk about. Starting out with this, down in, um, where is it, Alabama, there, there's a, a heated Senate primary going on um, between Luther Strange, who is the current uh, senator, but he was, a, he, was replaced. He, he was a replacement for Jeff Sessions. When Jeff Sessions became attorney general, Luther Strange was appointed by the governor of Alabama to take over that Senate seat temporarily, but now they have to have like a general election. And so it's Luther Strange who's himself a piece of shit and he's running against an even bigger piece of shit named Roy Moore. Now Roy Moore is best known uh, as Chief Justice, former Chief Justice of the Alabama Supreme Court, the one who refused to enforce marriage equality in Alabama. Not just refused to enforce it, wouldn't allow it. He basically insisted that gay marriage was still illegal uh, in Alabama because it's against God's law. This was also the guy who refused to allow, uh, to refused to take down the Ten Commandments from in front of the Supreme Court, because once again, Jesus. <laughs> so now Roy Moore is trying to win this Senate seat over uh, Luther Strange. Donald Trump is actually backing Luther Strange, so it's real hard to know who to root for. Um, and Strange, I mean, I'm not even going to get into him, but he's also a horrible person. But Roy Moore, uh, there's a new controversy about him because they dug up this interview that he did back in, um, let's see, 2003, in which he compared gay sex to cow fucking. Oh, boy. He said, just because it's done behind clothes... Yes, that's an actual, that's cow fucking porn. I'm not amused. We got it. Oh, Joey. Oh, Joey. (laughs) You kill me. Uh, That that we downloaded that. That's a German porn uh, of a cow being (laughs) fucked. Um, Anyway, he he said to a reporter, just because it's done behind closed doors, it can still be prohibited by state law. Uh, Do you know that bestiality, the relationship between man and beast, is prohibited in every state? And so the reporter shot back, did I ask you? <laughs> did I ask you about having sex with a cow? <clears throat> to which Moore said that the two things were, quote, the same thing. Oh, my God. Uh, the reporter fired back, no, it's not. You mean homosexuality is the same thing as bestiality? Moore said it is a moral precept upon which the country was founded. It's, don't you think it's a little creepy how these some of these senators and lawmakers care so much about... Gay they're sex. Obsessed they, with they're gay like obsessed sex. with it it's, because it's, they all want it. Yeah, well, they want mm-hmm. that dick up their ass so <laughs> far, and they can't it, handle those feelings. Yeah, so they spend their life trying to prevent the rest of us from having a dick up our ass, and we're 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 happy to admit that we like it. Mm-hmm. Also, Jesus, you mentioned Jesus. Mm-hmm. If he came back, like if we were hanging out with Jesus in the studio, I I, I assume he would be a pretty cool guy. Yeah, I he, assume he was he would a be radical, like, yeah. liberal hippie. Oh, do we have a caller? Is it Charles? Yeah. Oh. It's not. We have an actual non-Charles call. All right, uh, caller, you are on the ass. Hello. Hello. Hello? Yes, caller, you say what? Yeah. It's Peter, and I was just curious if you ever got your keys back. <laughs> it, I'm sorry, Peter or Teeter? With a P. Peter with a P from where? Uh, Long Island. Oh, thank you. Peter, thank you for asking. I was in Long Island. Uh, I was in Fire Island, actually, mm-hmm. uh, for a weekend of sun and debauchery. And somewhere along the way, I lost my house keys, which I didn't even use the whole weekend. I just had them in my suitcase. And when I got back to New York City, they were gone. And so, no, Peter, unfortunately, they never turned up. They are probably... Uh, sorry, sorry to hear that. I was the one who suggested you contact the ferry yes peter's my facebook friend and he said uh call the the because when you have to take a ferry to get to fire island in this little town called sayville and i called the ferry service and they're very sweet and she went and looked but there was no keys that had been turned in Mm -hmm. so fortunately uh my friend scott hernandez and my friend jay both have sets of keys that i have given them so i'm basically just using one of their sets now 
Okay. Just was checking up. Thank you. I appreciate the call. I wish that I could find them. Um, but no, in the past um, month, I've lost my keys and my wallet. So something's clearly <laughs> happening with me. All right. I'll be listening. Thanks, honey. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Yep. Our first yep, uh, non-Charles call in, in months. Anyway, so that's what's happening in, uh, in Alabama. Meanwhile, in other backward-ass country fuck news, <laughs> there's a town called Portland, Tennessee. Not Portland, Oregon, not Portland, Maine. Portland, Tennessee, population 12,522. And they are currently debating whether or not to ban drag shows. Hmm. Yes, drag shows. City leadership spent over an hour discussing a proposed amendment to a zoning ordinance that would effectively outlaw drag shows from happening in the downtown's business. No sachet. <laughs> Away. <laughs> During the meeting, they listened to numerous community members, many of whom were opposed to the homophobic amendment. Ray Guillermo, who owns Elite Star Productions, urged the board to visit his establishment, which I assume is a gay bar, and see one of the shows before making a decision. He said, I think it's a lack of knowledge. There is no nudity. This is not adult entertainment. Kids see what we're doing, and this is a way of expressing themselves. Mm. Of course, there was no shortage of naysayers. Portland resident Nicole Vestal, as in Vestal Virgin, <laughs> stood before the microphone and said she didn't believe the proposed ordinance was homophobic at all. Of course it's hmm. not. She said, quote, I applaud what you're doing. Regardless of the ACLU, I think you guys... Oh. I do declare. I think you guys should keep going... Oh, I see. You guys, <laughs> meaning the town, should keep going with the amendment because, quote, transgender shows have no business in the downtown district. She added that if people were interested in drag, they should do so in the privacy of their own homes. Because nothing's better than a drag show in, in your, front of your mirror. In yeah. your mobile home <laughs> in Portland. Anyway, they couldn't come to a, a decision. Um, the board couldn't make up its mind. This, I feel like this is a scene from Footloose, you know, when yeah. they're deciding whether to, to make dancing legal oh. again. A final decision will be made no later than November 6th. Uh, you know, what's strikes me about this is that for decades in this country drag was illegal um there have always been drag shows there have always been drag comedians and drag performers going back to at least vaudeville mm -hmm. and um they would do their show and then afterwards police would come in and arrest everyone Jeez. because it was illegal for a man to be dressed as a woman or vice versa and um one of the early one of the earliest well-known drag queens was Charles Pierce. Do you know who that is, Joey? Yeah, the name. I think I saw a documentary where where they interviewed her. Yes. Yeah. Charles was Charles really crossed over big time, especially towards the end of his life. He was on Designing Women in several episodes. Um, he was in the movie Torch Song Trilogy. He uh -huh. played Harvey's best friend. Okay. Um, but when he first started performing. He, he came out of Florida. He would just get up on stage and he would wear like a woman's sweater and a pair of slacks. Mm. And that was as much drag as he could do without being literally arrested and dragged off stage. Jeez. But that was like in the 50s and 60s. It's 2017. What the fuck is happening to this country? It's so, everything's so regressive right now. Doesn't it feel like we're, you know, with civil rights, with the, with white nationalism and the yeah. fucking KKK and the, it's like, it's like we haven't made any progress. We've just erased the last 50 years with the election of Donald Trump. Yeah. To be fair, I've been thinking that maybe I've been living in New York for, well, I have been living in New York for a long time, 14 years. And so I don't think often about Portland, Tennessee. Like, I wouldn't even know. Do you think there's a gay bar, one single gay bar that exists well, in I Portland, Well, I think there Tennessee? is a gay bar. And I think that's, that's the thing about a lot of these small towns is that, particularly in rural areas, when you're... 100 miles from the nearest city, there will be a bar. It's got to be, yeah, at least one. Or right? just like a gathering place. Yeah. And for people who live in a place like that, this is like their only respite mm. from the fucking bullshit that they have to deal with from living in a place like that. And now they can't enjoy a fucking drag show. What harm could a drag show be doing to anyone? Yeah. Unless it's a really bad drag queen. <laughs> yeah. Caller, you say what? We have a caller on the line. We don't? Why were you waving your hand at me? To say <laughs> to, uh, well, speak up, JB. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought we had a call. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's my fault. Go ahead. Um, I wouldn't say the reason why it seems like we're regressing because, like they say, history is doomed to repeat itself if we don't learn. Clearly, this has happened the past many times. Yeah. And no one does anything 
or it just allows it to happen. It's true. And so we're going to just keep going this endless cycle until something changes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's more of a pendulum that sways back and forth. I feel like, you know, you have the election of someone like Barack Obama and we all feel really good about ourselves. And we feel like, wow, look how far we've come as a country yeah. that we've elected a, 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 a black man, a person of color, a person of mixed race to the highest office in the land. Like we've done it. We've we've we finally got there. Yeah. And then we fucking get Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. And everything just goes. It goes to shit. Too. Have you guys ever heard of the liberal redneck? He's a very funny. Yes. Yeah, he's on, been on Bill Maher, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, like he's gone viral with a lot of his videos. But he has this great little bit about how, and I, I can't do his accent accent justice. But he goes, <laughs> he's like, goddamn, going from Bush to Obama to Trump is like having leukemia, and then and then you go into remission and you start working out, you start feeling better, like you know, just like you can almost see your ab, you, you get the definition, you can almost see it, and then you get hit by a fucking truck made of turds. That's exactly right. It, it doesn't. I mean, he, he, he's I mean, perfectly capturing kind of what this feels like. And in a way, it's reassuring because we we at least hope that following Trump, whether he is impeached or resigns or, God forbid, serves out a whole entire first term, then we're going to swing way the fuck back, and we're yeah. going to get like Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders or mm-hmm. some or or Kamala Harris, like some total progressive. Uh, liberal to 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 reverse some of the damage because even the shit that we don't know about like the the the, the Supreme Court justice that Trump just appointed yep. and the federal judges that he's uh, appointing that shit's going to follow us around for years. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but in a much happier story, in Colorado Springs, Colorado, police are looking for a jogger they say is repeat repeatedly defecating in public. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Booty. B-U-D-D-E. That's her name? Or Bidet. That's not the jogger. She says she was first alerted to the woman she's dubbed the Mad Pooper by her children who caught the jogger in the act weeks ago. (laughs) Booty tells KKTV that the woman apologized after she questioned her, but she says the jogger has left something behind on her runs, so to speak, at least once a week for the past seven weeks. She has shit seven times at least, Joey. Does she do this while she's running? Apparently, she's. I, I don't know that you can. Yeah, I think that you would have be to a, stop. A feat. Police have asked Booty to take pictures of the woman so they can try to identify her. Booty has put up a sign asking the woman to stop shitting. <laughs> she says there are public restrooms in the area. Police Sergeant Jonathan Sharketti calls the case uncharted territory. Hmm. <laughs> so if you're in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and you happened to pass the mad pooper <laughs> call the police <laughs> well, I mean this is shocking this, hmm. uh, now I've been out and about and suddenly felt an attack of diarrhea <laughs> and felt like oh my god I need to get to a toilet immediately that's the worst <laughs> and you know there have been times where I almost didn't make it where I was actually crowning <laughs> by the time I made it to a toilet but never <laughs> have I actually released it onto the street and seven times just seems excessive that is excessive do you you know what I do when that happens? I usually thank God for, you know, this, the, the tightness of your sphincter. Well, that that as well. But for the convenience of something like a cell phone where you can stop, pause and like pretend to look at your phone and clench your, you know, clench your cheeks closed. And then you, it goes, you know, it goes into remission, so to speak, for a minute or two. Yeah. But like that, what did people do before? They just stare up at the sky, pretend I, they saw something or someone. I mean, in the old days, you could just shit anywhere, basically. <laughs> and people did. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's a problem in Colorado. In Orange County, California, this story caught my my eye because it was so creepy. Uh, Orange County residents were stunned on Thursday when television programming was suddenly interrupted for about a minute with an ominous message predicting the end of the world. You know when you're watching TV and they have like, this is a test of the emergency broadcast system. Mm -hmm. So that happened. You had like the, 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 the visual on your screen said like emergency, but this is what the audio sounded like. You were watching what flashed across some television screens in Southern California just after 11 o'clock this morning. Some heard what started as an emergency alert and turned into a warning of the end of the world. It's hard to hear what he's saying. 
Um, but the first part was realize this extremely violent times will come. One viewer said it sounded like Hitler talking, like a radio broadcast coming through the television. Wow. How fucking terrifying would that be if you're at home watching that and you suddenly hear that shit? It's very War of the Worlds. Right? Yeah. So here's what happened. It, it, and this, was, this update was just published yesterday. Um, a Santa Ana station that broadcasts, that broadcasts <laughs> Christian programs, because of course, <laughs> Jesus, was conducting a test for the region and it didn't properly kick off. This happens on our show sometimes. Um, and this prompted a pastor's comments that were meant only for that station to be heard over the TV and radio channels throughout the country and beyond. The wow. pastor was Pastor Chuck Swindoll, as in Swindle, the leader of a Texas-based church. And at the time, he was discussing end-of-times prophecy, as one does. <laughs> the title of the sermon was Depravity on Parade which I believe is also the nickname for this show. <laughs> and uh, he says, realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. Coincidentally, the air date of this was two days before a doomsday prediction by David Mead, a self-described specialist in research and investigations. Mead says he believes catastrophic events will occur on Saturday, meaning yesterday, ushering in the end of the world. Well, guess what, bitch? That didn't happen. Ooh. But people in Orange County were freaked the fuck out. Yeah. As well they should. Yeah. Joey's shot. Joey can't even speak. I can't even speak. He's so stunned <laughs> by this. Well, I'm just thinking of how time, it doesn't it kind of feel like apocalyptic lately with everything, like just the world's kind of crazy. So you mean with four deadly hurricanes and like five earthquakes? Yeah. Not and at just, all. Just the political climate and <laughs> just everything that's going on. It, it doesn't seem like that much of a stretch, which well, is crazy. I mean, it does. It is a scary fucking time to be alive. And I think, um, you know, if you're a, a, a fundamentalist Christian preacher living in bumfuck, then these kinds of events are just perfect for yeah. you. They're just fodder for your insane, uh, terrifying sermons. And I th it, to me, it makes me sad because I think of like all the kids that grow up in churches like this. Mm. And it, by the way, they're the same churches that compare homosexuality to cow fucking. Yeah. And, you know, some of those people who go to those churches probably poop when they're jogging. <laughs> I mean, it all ties together. Oh, I so want Jesus to come back and be like, guys, chill. It's it's all good. Right? Remember what I said? Like, love each other. All, that whole that whole thing. Yeah. Just be good. Don't be an asshole. And don't poop. When don't you're, poop when you're jogging. Don't poop when you're jogging. Meanwhile, uh, Joey, if you had to take a guess, would you say? First of all, wh what do you consider yourself? Are you a millennial? How old are you? Yeah, thirty three. So I think I'm I'm at the early end of the millennial. Right. It's about nineteen eighty to two thousand. Is that what it is? Roughly. And so, I, and I'm anymore. like somewhere between Generation X and Y. Mm -hmm. So the question is, who's having more sex, me or you? Well, you know, Adam, they say lack of sex uh, causes short-term memory loss. <laughs> and you minute, have what a, are we talking you about You have again? an amazing memory. <laughs> so you're having sex regularly. Yeah, right. No, it turns out that millennials are having way less sex than you think. That's kind of shocking. I know. As compared to Gen Xers. As compared to Gen Xers. 15% of millennials, wow. one five, ages 20 to 24, report being sexually inactive since they turned 18. Hmm. Whereas only 6% of Gen Xers said they were sexually inactive during that time. Hmm. This is a new study conducted by John M. Twenge, author of Generation Me. Twenge also found that millennials reported having fewer sex partners than both Gen X and baby boomers. These studies prove how sexual activity can change from generation wow. to generation. But why this change? Yeah. I, I'm actually kind of curious. Turn, turn it up, JB. Hmm. I'm actually kind of curious where they did the study from because a lot of millennials I know are kind of hoes. Bunch of hoes. Yeah, <laughs> they be holding around and stuff. I know that I'm, I'm a hoe. Low key, low key. And if my boyfriend wasn't lazy, I'd be having sex with him every fucking day. Constantly. Constantly. Well, Nothing's yeah. stopping me. Especially now you think in this with the sort of the app culture and kind of the way that we date. I mean, again, I'm, I'm speaking, Adam, and, and you all here as, as a New Yorker. Yes. You know, where there's a lot of opportunities and there's a, just a lot of there's a big dating scene but yeah i don't know that that's weird to me well millennials are more accepting of premarital sex than any pre oh there they are there's the gen xers having sex yeah they're more accepting millennials of premarital sex than any previous generation and yet they have fewer sex partners than we disgusting dirty gen xers 
um, technology might be a factor. If people yeah. are spending more time on their phones and social media instead of actually getting that dick in person, yeah. then they're less likely to, to, to have it. Or maybe just the sheer ubiquity of it. Do you think that could be like the fact that it's so available, essentially, that it's kind of like, well, I'm. I'm in over other words, it. if you work in a candy store, you don't want any chocolate. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Another possible explanation the study, the, the, the researcher said, is that young millennial adults are, this is sad, are more likely to live at home oh. with their parents. So you can't, you can't get banged yeah. with mom and dad you downstairs in the, the living room. Guy over, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's just one more reason not to live at home. I mean, my God. Yeah. You get free meals and free rent, but yeah, you, you can't uh, you yeah. give something up. And finally... Before we welcome our guest, my favorite story of the day is called Locked in a Cave. <laughs> it's not what Joey did all weekend <laughs> at his favorite dungeon. And I shouldn't be laughing. This is actually a really, this is kind of a fucked up story. It's hilarious. So in Bloomington, Indiana, a 19-year-old man says he feels lucky to be alive after spending 60 hours locked inside a gated southern Indiana cave. <laughs> That's actual audio of him inside the cave. Six zero hours. Indiana University freshman Lucas Caver, <laughs> his name is Caver, C-A-V-A-R. These names today. Was on a spelunking trip to Sullivan Cave, about 10 miles south of Bloomington Sunday afternoon. This was a week ago, when he became separated from 12 other members. Now keep in mind, Joey, there are only 13 of them in the whole group. And this was, they were part of Indiana University's caving club which is only slightly cooler than their Dungeons & Dragons club. <laughs> so he and the other cavers from Indiana U, uh, when, they re when, when Caver reached the cave entrance, he discovered that his fellow club members had padlocked the gate. I didn't know that caves had gates, but apparently this one does. And they were unaware, seemingly, that he remained inside. Or they just really were f sick of his bullshit. Poor guy. Like, no one, no one noticed. He couldn't get a cell phone oh. signal, and he screamed for help for hours. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. What did it sound like? <laughs> he licked moisture from the cave's walls oh to quench his thirst. Before two club members finally were like, hey, where's Lucas? And they rescued him late Tuesday after learning he was missing 60 hours later. So what is that? That's like that's over two days. That's yeah, unbelievable. Just yeah. Wow. Plus it's like dark, and oh. I mean it's like being buried alive. Poor basically. Lucas. He says he's really glad to be alive, and has no further spelunking plans. I I, sh I think that he's scarred for life. So, I hope he's leveraging this though, like turning it like well, a local celebrity sort. Remember of. that movie with James Franco where he got his arm stuck between two rocks? Yes. Hours? 127 hours. A yeah. real story. This will be called story. 60 hours. <laughs> Um, and it'll just be a really sad story about some lonely loser Speed who joined no the more. cave club yeah. hoping to make new friends <laughs> and wound up. But here's my issue. There were 13. There was 13, including him. That's a small group. Trip. Yes. Mm -hmm. How do you lose someone for over two days? This mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. I mean, people in small towns. Something's really. Kids. I don't think Lucas was that popular in the cave club. Mm. Poor Lucas. Probably went diving the wrong holes. Lucas, if you're listening, call in, please. <laughs> Lucas, call us, us at 844-TALK-DNR. Yeah. We'd love to hear your uh, And rendition. spill the tea on those fucking bitches in your cave club who just walked away while you were padlocked licking the walls. Speaking of licking the walls, you guys, we have two fabulous live guests. Uh, very funny ladies, both stand-up comedians. One's gay, one's straight. It's up to you, the listeners, to figure out which is which. Please welcome Joanne Filan and Irene Bremis to the ass. Come on. Hi. Hey, sweetie. Thanks for having us. Do you know you are the first women we've had live in studio since I started the show? Wow. Why is that, sweetie? It's not on purpose. Uh -huh. I, I love women. It's shocking to me that you guys are... are the first, there's just I just know a lot of guys. Right, right. Wow. Women love you, so I'm glad we're the first. Thank Have you, you been licking the walls for moisture, yeah. waiting for us? I've been so thirsty <laughs> for women <laughs> that I've been licking the walls, praying for yes, queen. Praying, uh. praying for JJ. Nice. And uh, and now they're here. So um, as we teased, one of you is gay, the other one is straight. Here's how we're gonna figure it out. All right. Uh, Joanne, tell us uh, what you did this weekend. <laughs> Well, I didn't play softball. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't work on my car. 
but I uh, played with my cats. Okay. And um, and then I came here uh, promptly. I might add. Yes, mm-hmm. you were. You guys were right Very on time. Much on time. Irene, what'd you do this weekend? Well, I hung out at home and cleaned the house, and then my husband ate my pussy. <laughs> sorry. Oh my god, that was way too much. I'm so sorry. I think I, I'm more confused I now. I know. I'm baffled. <laughs> I, can't tell. I cannot figure out which yeah. is which. Um, speaking of pussy. I actually want to play a clip from Irene from your comedy because it it addresses this very topic. Uh, JB, go ahead and play the Irene Bremis stand-up clip. And I'm like, I don't know. I think in order to qualify as being a lesbian, you have to have what I refer to as a palate for pussy. <laughs> like I like my snapper with some roasted potatoes, some grilled asparagus. And a chilled glass of Chardonnay. But I don't have an affinity for Snapper, unfortunately. I don't mind if a lesbian rips into my box. (laughs) (laughs) But that doesn't make me a lesbian, that just makes me a selfish twat. Irene, are you a selfish twat? I am such a selfish twat, but you already know that, sweetie. No, here's the real question. I know you're married Uh to a man, presumably. And that explains the uh, short-term memory loss. This was very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes. Lack Mm -hmm. of sex. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you ever had a woman... Eat your pussy. Um, yes, I have, actually. Hasn't everyone? <laughs> I, yes. I feel like you haven't lived. <laughs> I've eaten a woman's pussy. I've never had one eat mine. <laughs> when was this? Uh, well, this was before I was married. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Um, I think like you know, I think it's important to sexually just sort of branch out and, and try everything. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I think it's extremely important, and I think it makes you a better person and less judgmental. And um, more loving towards everybody. I really do. Yeah. And my feeling has always been that men give better blowjobs than women. So women, it, it goes to, to follow. Would be I, better I'm not going to argue with that. Look at the oh, puss. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Um, I do, who doesn't enjoy that? <laughs> Am I right? I mean, like, oh, who yeah. does not enjoy that? That is the most enjoyable thing. You do you know? know I know guys who are such bottoms that they don't want their dick sucked? They just want a service. Right. I think some men have a problem with that. There's certain guys that, you know, straight men that don't like to have their dick suck. Or is Mm. it just me? I I don't (laughs) know. Just your husband. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm reminded of this... um, I, I hope I, I'm going to misquote it. I know, but it's it's a Jerry Seinfeld quote where he talks about how, like, uh, it's the episode where Elaine is trying to turn this this gay guy. She's like, you know, why doesn't he like me? And Jerry's like, well, he owns the equipment. Like, you know, he knows what to do with it. And I feel like that's kind that's of true. along these lines. But but isn't it funny that like even Adam, you, maybe you can attest to this. Like when you've gotten head in the past, sometimes it's like not good or oh, not. Oh yeah, there's plenty you know of I mean? gay guys that are terrible at it, which makes no sense at all. Yeah, you would assume that they would be toothy. amazing. What's with the teeth? <laughs> Don't yeah. ever, listen, if your tooth touches their dick, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Just a public service announcement. So Joanne, <laughs> yes. since turnabout is fair play, <laughs> of course, mm-hmm. you came out at what age? Oh, um, somewhere in my early 20s, I oh. think. So in your <coughs> teenage slash college years, yes. did you experiment with the men folk? I certainly did. And I found that uh, it was not to my liking. <laughs> <laughs> At all, right? Uh, no, nope. Can't say that I need to go back. Nope. Because I didn't dislike sex with women. Same here. I just yeah. didn't love it. Yeah. yeah, Joey was a frat guy too. <laughs> so he, oh, not okay. a, uh, what's the term? Gold star gay? Yeah, right. No, yes. neither, of us, not, neither of us is I'm a gold star. I'm a fan mm-hmm. of that term. It, it implies that... Uh, it's you know, there's something, something yeah, yeah, inferior yeah, yeah. about me because I am not. But you, yeah. you, so you just were like gritting your teeth and bearing it while it was happening. Well, no, I, it wasn't like completely, you know, horrifying or mm-hmm. anything like that. I mean, it was sex. So sex is, I mean, for it's the like most pizza. part, it's going to be good. Even when it's not good, it's yeah, still pretty good. Exactly, That's how I feel exactly. too. I was, you know, with women, I, first of all, I loved women always. Mm-hmm. And I had such a, like a... Emotional attraction to them Maybe. that I I wanted to 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 want them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even though I didn't really want them and right. so to me to just be close to a woman felt good mm-hmm. and then like the hugging and the kissing feels good with anyone frankly right, right. if they're attractive and they smell good 
True. Mm-hmm. The you just described delightful. most marriages right there. <laughs> just the hugging, you know, and just the hugging and the kissing. <laughs> That's as far nice. as it goes. I mean, I think exactly. you're lucky if you still kiss your, your spouse. Right? Yes. Yes. Because mm. a lot of times it's just, you know. It's not really a kissing. It's more like tapping of lips. <laughs> like without, Just like. Pecking. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Something happens. It's a little harsh. <laughs> but when gay, but when gay guys say to me like, "Ew, how could you eat pussy? That's disgusting." Mm-hmm. First of all, that's really sexist. Yes. And misogynistic, but it's also not true. Like it wasn't disgusting. It just mm-hmm. wasn't as fun as having a dick in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wish I could enjoy <laughs> sucking dick as much as you did. I love it. Yeah. I'm so lazy about it. I I'm, really I'm like just it. saying that I'm not like, you know. I picture I'm, you being like a total cocksucker. <laughs> um, well, I am a co- in the beginning. I am. For, but then I do get happens. lazy. I, I have we to admit, do. I'm one of these people that get lazy. I'm like every bad episode of Jerry Springer <laughs> in those fucking horrifying sweats. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just like really But young. I see you out and about. You always have makeup on. You've always got the boobies out. Like you, I know, because I want to fuck good for your someone husband. else. Sweetie. Oh, is that what I'm <laughs> cool. No, I'm just kidding. Um, No, but he always complains that when I'm with him, I don't really dress up as much as I should. You know what I mean? I, I just, and I probably should be more more dressed up you know like you joanne. look hot right now thank you yeah i mean i love I you joanne joanne always looks hot joanne do you want to joanne eat irene's gorgeous. pussy live on the air and really I, get some ratings for us there'd be a lot of um okay yes, queen. Sorry. Um, joanne you're married too yes i am do you, mm-hmm. how do you feel like the sex is you know something happens after a few years it's not as intense it's not um, as exciting i'm gonna okay i'm, I'm feeling okay about this because i know my wife's not listening good so um i yeah it definitely you know it takes a turn uh after a while but then you know you have your ups and downs and um you know we just went on vacation and i think that's definitely an uptick right you know, when you're, you're when you're way, relaxed you're, relaxed, you're, you're having drinks and you're just mm-hmm. having a lot of drinks and that's <laughs> just yep uh, and a lot of ice cream Ice I love it. Too. Where'd you go on vacation? Out of curiosity. Ah, uh, P Town, Provincetown. Oh, I yes. love it nice. there so much. Oh, beautiful. Yes. See, I feel like when gay guys are married for a long time, they still fuck like rabbits, just not with each other. Mm-hmm. True. They That's fuck true. They everyone have, like, but yeah. their true. husband. But, and you have an open arrangement. A lot of my gay a lot of male times. friends that are married, they actually do have an open arrangement, mm-hmm. an right. open marriage. So. Not always, true. but, but often. Uh, not often. Not always. More yeah, common. But often. It's, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. In gay guys. I'm gonna right. do. Uh, I'm gonna go through some topics with you guys. We're gonna do kind of a lightning round here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first topic, Donald Trump. Joanne, you say what? Oh God! <laughs> Actually, that's just my response. Oh God! Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Uh, all of that. Oh God, I can't. Irene. Um, that is enough reason that I wish that one guy that made that prediction, the end of the world, that would have been perfect for me. Mm. Oh, Just yes. to put a stop to the Donald Trump it era. It would end his presidency. Yeah, it would. And my true. career, which is also equally as important. <laughs> well, <laughs> somebody's fucking got to pull the we trigger. Take one for the team, shall <laughs> yeah, we? we do. Well, that brings us to our next topic. Is the world ending with these endless hurricanes and floods and, and, and uh, earthquakes? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What's happening? Irene, what do you think? I think that we are, if you if you don't at this point believe or you're dubious about climate change, you're just a fucking idiot, okay? And I, I really take this seriously, yeah. okay? because all these things are happening. There are, People are dying, and if you, do, it's not something that, I feel like people, when they, they talk about climate change, they think like it's a cute little thing, like the weather, it doesn't really affect, people are dying, okay? <sighs> People yeah. are casualties of climate change. So by denying climate change, you are actually supporting the death of all these people at this mm. point, you know, because right. you're turning a blind eye. It doesn't make yes. you think like they don't know anything about science and you just need exactly. the base level knowledge of like we, by the way, we live in a little cocoon that's mm-hmm. called an atmosphere. And that's like right. if you put shit into it. It, this could potentially you, you happen. You don't believe in climate change, but you believe in Noah's Ark. And these people <laughs> believe in the scary. biblical account. The same very people that believe in the biblical account of Noah's Ark are the people that do not believe in climate change. Very good point. It's yeah. frustrating. But, but they also believe that homosexuality is causing these hurricanes. Abs- well, of course. This is God's wrath. You heard yeah. uh, what they, uh, Ann Coulter said. Yep. Yeah. And they believe it as much as we believe climate change. That's the really scary part. It's not mm-hmm. just like they're trying to be assholes. They actually believe. That's they are taught mm-hmm. in churches like we were just talking about, these, these Pentecostal churches mm-hmm. where people are, children yeah. grow into yeah. adults being taught that homosexuality is evil and if we tolerate it, 
the, the end of the world will come. Very nurture. That's right. Nurture over nature. They also okay, pray yeah. for the end of the world because then Jesus will come back. So I'm not really sure what the... <laughs> and I, I'm, I don't understand why they think Jesus is going to scoop them up. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jesus is not I coming mean, for them. I mean, no. you know, there's, a, there's such a level of judgment. You know, Jesus was a peace-loving hippie mm-hmm. accepting everybody. We were right. just talking about yeah. it. You know? They treated him pretty shitty at the end. Yeah. 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 Those Jews. God damn it. It's horrible. Those <laughs> Mel Gibson you can, Jews. You can say that. Adam. I yeah. can say it. I'm a Jew. I'm just kidding. Joy, is the world ending or is this just a terror, a series of coincidental catastrophes? Well, I mean, um, we've always had these these catastrophes going on. We've had a bit of an uptick, but we have had um, the catastrophe of this presidency as well i don't know if uh, we could maybe you know if we're going to go with like a doomsday prediction if we're going to say oh it's because of the gays i mean why not make it because of the trumps you know the you know these people that 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 don't even want to pay any attention Mm -hmm. to what's going on that just want to scream no no you know fake news uh right look at the bible look at this you know Mm -hmm. yeah they're not gonna pay attention there's this weird like disregard like having complete and total disregard Mm -hmm. for fact what you know like again with climate change like you can actually scientists have said like 2014 is the hottest year on record then 2015 is the hottest year on record and they're kind of just like well Mm -hmm. that doesn't matter just a coincidence whatever Mm -hmm. that doesn't matter next topic Ass eating, <laughs> pro or con? Joanna Fywin. Well, we went from A to Z there. Wow. Okay. Needed to lighten things up. <laughs> I think I would welcome the end of the world more, honestly. Really? I Are you not an so ass eater? So much not. No, I'm sorry. That is, uh, I mean, you know, we got people like the mad pooper out there. Mm. And <laughs> so I'm just going to go with, no, it's not my uh, not my cup of tea. Have you ever? Oh. 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 Excuse oh you, Joanne. Have you ever had it? <laughs> this is why. Have you ever had air, someone sweetie. eat your ass, Joanne? Uh, no. No, I've not. I've known some people that have had, not not necessarily the, the straight out <laughs> eating situation, but just going in that general direction. And I've had to say, no, thank you. It's just not. And you've certainly never put your tongue no, in uh, the bad place. No, I'm going to just, yeah. Male no. or female? Nope. I mean, it's oh, so close no. to the pussy, right? I mean, on yeah. women, the two are like but, have a little too much tequila, sweetie. It's easy to I'm, mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit more precise than that, though. I think Got I'm good not aim. gonna. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Irene, ass eating, pro or con? Well, I've been told my ass uh, got a five star. Yelp review. I hate to oh, nice. fucking brag. And queen. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> and uh, apparently dishes. they'd come there again and eat out uh, on uh, Irene's ass. I uh, know. Um, I I have had my ass eaten. Um, do I like to eat ass? I'm gonna have to go with Joanne on this and say, you know what? I don't have the thing for the the, the scat vet. You know what well, I mean? I think. On. Well, come on, you're There's gonna get a little piece of dingleberry. No, oh, yes, that is okay. All right, don't all look at me like <laughs> I'm a news. fucking weirdo. <laughs> that's fake news. Okay, like everybody's clean. You get that one moment where somebody just missed a spot. Yeah. Guess what? Well, Listen, that that brings up. I'm the licking of... the moisture's off his wall or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Pooper. It's I'm like seriously. it's like conditional ass eating. Like you, yeah. I will eat your ass if you make sure you're manscaped. Down okay, there. now if you say that, then. Sure, why not? Irene, gay men mm-hmm. are fastidious mm-hmm. about our ass hygiene. Okay. Because would I? Okay, well then pose the question: Would I eat a gay man's ass? There. And I would do it. There's Straight never, men are very sloppy. There's okay? never any dingleberries. <laughs> I don't even have any hair there. Okay. I shave all the hair off. You're saying you're fecal studious? You can serve yeah. dinner off my ass. I love that. Sweetie. I know. Ass okay. over to the so, wind. Stick it in. <laughs> Here I am. So, so Irene, you've never done it to your husband in all your. You've been married oh, no, what, I have. 15 years? No, I have. I have. In the beginning, yes, absolutely. I mean, we had a does very. Does he like it? Uh, oh, yeah, of course he likes it. You know what I mean? Um, he, he really does. But after you've been together for a long time, you know, I don't think that you, you know, like I'm not wearing my push up bra for him. He's not really going in there and hosing down his ass. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. only kidding. He He's actually ha- extremely clean. Does I'm he the have a hairy bitch. hole? Uh, no, he actually shaves. Um, yeah. yeah, he keeps everything nice and groomed. You know, mm. he's very clean. I like that. Yeah, no, he's hot. I mean, I love him. He's the best lover I've ever, I've ever had hmm. in my life, really. Um, it's just that I think that it's natural 
for people to stop having as much sex when you've been with the same partner because it's just not as exciting as it was in the beginning. I don't mm-hmm. care what anybody says. Yeah. Yeah. Joey, yeah. you Absolutely. have highly superior autobiographical <laughs> memory. What's the best ass you've ever eaten? What was his ah. name? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in case he's listening, I'm going to protect his an- anonymity, but I will tell you this. His anonymity. Anonymity. His anonymity. Um, May 1st, 2009. That's when it happened? The, the, yeah, that is exactly when it happened. It was Atlantic <laughs> City. <laughs> Wow. Which is for, not known for its good ass, no, by the no, way. No, not at all. Yes. Cleanliness either. Exactly. <laughs> well, we were there for a, a friend of mine's bachelor party. And, I mean, there, the, there's a big backstory, but essentially I was kind of... <laughs> <laughs> didn't even realize. Um, I, was the, I was sort of one foot in, one foot out of the closet at the uh-huh. time. So my friend, we'll just say friend X and I... Mm-hmm. Um, explored this while everybody was out at a strip club like mm. seeing naked women dance so that was kind of a so was, was a he level in the closet yes I mean, that was why there was that forbidden like did, hotness to it. That's even hot. Yeah. yeah that's did you very do other hot. things too? Did you blow each other? Yeah. 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 But I just remember that was the first time that I had experienced it. I had received it oh. and it was it was pretty good. Wow. I, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a recording of Joey and his great friend <laughs> having sex at the bachelor party. That's yeah, it's not for everybody, but it, it you know, it, it's it feels good. I have to say, yeah, it's not it's my good. favorite thing. Yeah, um, right. people love doing it to mm-hmm. me. I have mm-hmm. a really good ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, you. Yeah, oh, okay. Let's do. not get started. Okay. It's good. <laughs> you would give Jon Snow's ass a run for his money. Oh, as I don't know Adam has that. like the hottest ass. Can we he please does. talk about his ass? He Beautiful does. body. It's pretty legendary. I mean, when I was younger, it was really a, a, a special thing of beauty. It's you know, it's aging. It still <laughs> is, sweetie. I, I want you to know that. Thank you. I take yeah, care of it. I can. Yeah, I concur. It is hairless, and so there's a lot of people that want to eat it, and I'll allow it. It's not my favorite thing. I don't right. have, I don't now, have a whole lot of feeling Right. Now, I'm thinking about it, too. I'm suddenly hungry. Do you want to eat it? Yes, yeah. right now. And then for me to do it to someone else, yeah. it's got to be, first of all, someone I really like. Someone with a perfect porcelain, <laughs> right. almost like a Ken doll ass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they have to have showered while I witness it. Right. Do you okay, know so yeah. you're basically you're saying what I'm shower. saying. You're conditional ass I'm not, as well. yeah. yeah. If, totally. And if I smell anything mm-hmm. remotely funky i'm not going near not only their ass i won't even go near their dick because go. i've gone mm-hmm. down on a guy like at the end of his work day mm-hmm. and i'm like oh no mm-hmm. you know those pheromones or whatever they call them that the, the yeah. lovely smell not not happening it, well i like the like smell a little of, bit the, of 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 hotness but not i like of the smell of balls waffling smell of ass <laughs> yeah i like like sweaty Just, ball smell yeah. and sweaty dick smell but right. at dirty ass waffling smell, smell of dirty ass not gonna I'm happen so, i get self-conscious about that i don't you think that anybody it's just on the person to kind of yes. just go in the bathroom right before and test mm-hmm. themselves just Absolutely. real quick just freshen up just a little yeah. stick a, a little. finger in yeah yeah, yeah. 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 speaking Absolutely. of which uh, then our next topic for debate, male circumcision, pro or con, mm. to snip or not to snip. My Joanne Filan. <laughs> okay. I'm this like is the, a I'm topic like the, that the perverted I, McLaughlin I quite often visit, you know, because... Uh, There's so I, many penises yeah, in your I life. know. I mean, to, I, you know, I, whatever you want to do, I guess. If Honestly, you had a son. If I had a son, I would be surprised. Um, <laughs> uh, severely surprised. <laughs> My wife would have some explaining to do, uh, but um, I, I, you know, I hear that it's, uh, but I don't know if it's fake news. But is it a cleaner situation? Yes. Okay, so maybe that's better mm. medically and also for um, the person. Just you know, I mean, because we just went through a whole thing about well, you have to get into the shower and I have to see you cleaning yourself. So I don't want any smelliness. So. Well, a circumcised guy, an uncircumcised guy will tell you, we know how to clean ourselves. We were taught proper hygiene. Okay. My dick smells good, blah, blah, blah. I've heard it all before. Mm-hmm. I personally have mm-hmm. been in enough situations with mm-hmm. uncut dick where it didn't smell good. It didn't oh. taste good. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way it looks. And I mm-hmm. get that there's something wrong with me. That that it th- that the natural state is foreskin, and I should be, be able to accept and embrace that. But I'm telling you, I grew up with a cut cock. Mm-hmm. All the boys I played around with when I was young had cut cocks, and it's what I like. Mm-hmm. And people get really mad at me. Mm-hmm. Irene Bremis, is your husband circumcised? Yes, he is, and I I have to agree with you. First of all, it's got that look of a wal- walrus, you know, oh. the uncircumcised, or like an anteater, or an anteater, <laughs> right? Like an yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, I think, and it's never for some reason I. Was with somebody that was uncircumcised, and it never felt like he had a full erection. That's the other thing. Yes, is that true? Because, yeah. the, because well, it depends exactly. on the guy. Yeah. Some it's people's just, foreskin isn't 
so long. Right. So if you have a small penis, so you're fucking in a out. cave yourself and looking for moisture. You know what I mean? Your penis is never going to see <laughs> yeah. the sunlight. You know what I mean? If, so if you have an uncircumcised dick and you want to call in and defend it, call us at eight four four talk to Right. No. Okay. Joey, do you have a preference? <laughs> uh, I think cut personally. You like it. My roommate's ears are ringing. By the way, he is he is himself cut, but he is very against the fact that he, he was. Um, circumcised when he was an infant. People get furious yeah. about this topic. Wow. In other words, like his parent, he thinks that his parents should have given him the opportunity to make that decision on his own. Really? Yeah. I was in a home on Fire Island last weekend, and there was one guy there from South Africa who, and somehow this topic came up, and he was like, well, I'm uncut. Am I the only one at this table who's uncut? That's my terrible South African accent. Do you all penises? And like everyone at the table was cut except for him. And he got like mad at us. Like we yeah. had do- like we had done something wrong. I'm like, dude, I didn't choose like like this. this. I was eight days old. Circumcision bully club yeah. or but some shit. Yeah. I, so so the argument the, the argument. Uh, against circumcision is like look we're born with this there's a reason we have it there's tons of nerve endings you're actually um, killing a man's sexual pleasure for the rest of his life or or in part and um, and it's just not natural and they compare it to female genital circumcision Mm. in parts of Africa and the Middle East which I don't think it is Mm -hmm. at all absolutely not the Isn't counter argument taking away the pleasure. Well, they like you yeah. some the clit. They do. Yeah. They either remove the, the clit or they just damage it so much that's that these women can never yeah. enjoy sex. I don't barbaric. think that's anything like yeah. that. And you can't compare that. Yeah, no, because no. my no. dick like gets so much pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. You cannot compare that. Yeah. I get pleasure really from my hand. Comparison. I get pleasure go. from other people's mouths. Right. Every All once in a blue moon, their butthole. That's it. When I decide to top. So that apple pie you baked yesterday, you know. And uh, yes, <laughs> and the other pro- <laughs> the other pros are that there are a number of studies that show that there's a fewer uh, there's there's less of an incidence of STDs, mm-hmm. particularly in countries like Africa where HIV is still a, a much bigger problem among heterosexual men than it is here. Um, there's less instance if yeah, you are exactly. uncut. Un- when you, when you have foreskin, you are more likely to contract the virus. Oh right? wow! Yeah. And other really? STDs. Okay. That makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, wow. because it's a very moist environment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's right much wow. like the wall of a cave yeah <laughs> <laughs> um it's like the, it's like a breeding ground for bacteria and germs yes. and whatnot and when people don't clean it properly that's how come you get the, the cauliflower yeah. a cauliflower friend of mine had day. to be circumcised oh, when he was God. 33 years old because oh, sh- it, it wow. just stuff stuff was happening well, wow. okay i'm never going to eat again great diet Sorry. thanks <laughs> oh, joanne yeah. just threw up <laughs> yeah in her <laughs> mouth a little and oh, swallowed as soon as we it. said yep. cauliflower uh jb is your boyfriend cut um, yes, he is. I'm very happy he is, and everything looks big and juicy and delicious. So I'm I I, I personally like the visual aesthetics of uncut penis. Yep. Mm-hmm. To me, yep. it doesn't matter. Uncut. I'm sorry, of cut penis. Yes. Of cut penis, I like visual yeah. aesthetics. To me, it doesn't matter. Like I'll suck a penis if it's clean. As long as it's clean, I'll mm-hmm. suck it. Mm-hmm. That's that's just it. This is a perfect opportunity to hear a little bit of Joanne Filan's stand up <laughs> for, for the three lesbians who are listening and have had enough of this penis talk. Here's Joanne Filan on stage. Clearly, I am of the lesbian persuasion, and if I'm not meeting all your stereotypical lesbian needs, I'll be more than happy to come out and hit you with my wallet on a chain. (laughs) I have that, too. Thank you. I'm a full-service lesbian, yes. Don't cut corners, no. Uh, I actually used to wonder if uh, the people that I worked with during the day knew that I was gay, and then I remembered they can see me. (laughs) So I think it's pretty much obvious. Uh... I did, a, I did another show uh, recently where I was, you know, was telling the audience that I was gay, which I thought was a bit redundant because I was in front of them at the time. Um, but uh, this woman came up to me after the show, and she was like, you know what, I'm not a lesbian, but I give great hugs. And she hugged me. And I thought, you know, that's really nice. And it made me feel really good. And I will always remember that night because it was the same night I lost my wallet. <laughs> uh, don't cut the soundbite before the laughter. We got to hear the laughter. Nobody laughed. They did oh. laugh. You got a huge <laughs> laugh on Wallace. We were all laughing here in the studio. That was good jo- stuff. Joanne, I have said it before and I'll say it again. Lesbians make the worst comedy audience. Your thoughts? Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you just lost those two lesbians that were they listening. Just right? off. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, um, yeah, you know, it, it, is, it is hard sometimes. 
Uh, there, they are. There's some sort of uh, rule that uh, you can't really. You have to be very stoic as a lesbian yes. sometimes. Uh, what is that? I don't know. I find it. I'm not stoic. I don't think. I You're mean, a unless stoic. you throw an uncut penis in my face, and then I'm going All way stoic. <laughs> but uh, I don't. I feel like. Gay men and women are real loud about our reactions in yeah. general, not just laughter, but just anything you tell us. We're like, ah! oh my God, oh my you know, God, yes. and lesbians and straight men are like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you're just you just play it real cool. Do you think that's a societal thing? Yes. Like, it's mm-hmm. you know, you're supposed to keep it closer to the vest. I don't uh, to the vest <laughs> <laughs> to the sweater vest. Yeah. Are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. We actually have a caller oh. and he may be calling to defend his uncircumcised dick. Caller, wow. you say what? Hi. Oh, it's a woman. Yay. Wow. It's awesome. a woman. Yes. Oh. And not only am I a woman, I'm actually a straight woman. Who am I talking to? My name is Susan. Hi, Susan. Hi, Susan. Thanks hey, for listening Susan. to the ask. What Hi. do you have to say? Absolutely. Um, I actually have a straight girl question for you. Go ahead. Um, earlier, you were talking about gold star gays. Yes. And I was wondering if you could define that because I'm not really familiar with that term. So a gold star gay, which is an expression we none of us likes. Um, mm-hmm. Basically means a gay man who's never had sex with a woman, or a gay woman who's never had sex with a man. Oh, okay, okay, great. So, in other words, you're Thank pure you. gay. You're a hundred percent gay. Hundred percent gay. Don't even go. Don't even pretend to go there. Mm. While we have you on the phone, Susan, how do you I feel about you. acid? Yeah. <laughs> I've never, I personally have never done it. I'm not really interested in it. I was um, I was offered one time and I got too shy, and now I wish I kind of had taken them up on it. But yeah. mm-hmm. you, maybe it might be your favorite thing. Yeah, it might be. You know, when it, it happens be. to me, I just feel like I have to wipe. Mm. It feels wet back there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like to be dry. Yeah, I feel there. a little. I'd be a little nervous. Susan, but, where, where you know. are you listening to this show? I'm just curious. Um, I live in Philadelphia. All right. Well, thank you for wow, listening. Thanks. We appreciate yes, the call. Absolutely. Next time, call in I earlier. Thank you, honey. I love I you. I will. I will, definitely. Bye. <laughs> thanks, Susan. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, I should qualify this. I've had great lesbian audiences, too. Yes. Particularly on the Derek and Romaine cruise. Those women nice. were awesome, and they oh. laughed really loud at everything. But I do think that there's something about... Um, being a lesbian, where it's just considered cooler to just yeah keep everything very little, calm and quiet. less emotional, yeah. I think. So um, uh, do you play to all lesbian groups sometimes? You must. Yes, yes, I haven't. And actually, I've had some wonderful lesbian audiences, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. I've had some of my, my favorite shows. Uh, for all lesbians. Um, so I don't think it's a, it's a you know, uh, all or none it's not situation. Not a hard and fast rule. No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Speaking of uh, your shows, tell us where people can find you online and on social media so they can come, come see you, Joanne. Well, uh, you can go to, I have a website, upstreamcomedy.com. Uh, obviously, you can also find me on Facebook and Twitter, Joanne Filan. And uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be in uh, obviously I'm in the city quite often, but I'm um, also going to be out in Ohio in uh, mm. about a week and a half uh, at uh, Wiley's Comedy Joint. Where in Ohio? In, in Dayton. 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 Yes, I'm from Cleveland. Oh, look wow. at that! And you can also find Joanne Joanne on AssEaters.net. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Irene. Where can people find you and follow your comedy? Okay, um, you can uh, follow me on Twitter, which I always want. I'm like a Twitter whore. I need followers at Irene Bremis 13 and I usually post all my shows that I'm doing on Twitter um, also, I can be heard on Sirius Radio with John Fugel saying every As can Thursday. I sometimes. Oh, and you are yeah. so great on the show. Thank you. I absolutely love you. You're and I smart, love you. hilarious, and gorgeous. I have nothing but love for you. Um, every Thursday from uh, 2 to 5 or 4 to 5, depending on how busy he is now with page 6. So. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Irene, ha- we should say, has beautiful breasts. So if Thank you are a lesbian you. or, or <laughs> Joanne agrees. I, I, I just took a, a look. A lesbian <laughs> or a... Or a, or a Bisexual man or woman or a straight mm-hmm. man, check out Irene Bremis online. 
Yep, and, and I got rid of the penis at birth because people always think like I'm Caitlyn Jenner or some shit, and you know they do think that. <laughs> you look like a much hotter, younger Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, um, Irene right. Bremis, Joanne Filan, I cannot thank you both enough for being on the ass. Thank this you has so been much delightful. For the oh, time has flown. Have it. some wine in a box on your way out. <laughs> Ooh, I love, um, I love I a love box. That. I mean, wine. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and I want to thank also Joey DeGrandis for co-hosting with us today. JB and Katie for producing this bad boy. Next week, we'll be talking to actor and comedian Jason Stort, who stars in the new short film Like Father. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Adam Sank. Email me at adam at adamsank.com and download my comedy album, Adam Sank Live from the Stonewall Inn. Have a great week, bitches. Yeah! Yeah!